Okay. We're good to go. Um, good afternoon. Thursday afternoon. Today I'm here with my best bud. Fuck, being an absolute nightmare to get this guy on the podcast. He's the busiest man in Shalabra at the moment. Um, Jay Field, welcome. Cheers, bud. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, obviously you've been very busy the last... You got given two weeks or 20 days. A bit since... less. A bit less. How many days? About two and a half. Snuck in the border. Yeah. the quarantine restrictions. I didn't have to do any hotel stuff, so like snuck in and yeah, like you said... Just catching up everyone and being pretty flat out. Yeah. So you've been gone for... Since February? January. January you left. So you've been gone for a bit of... Well over six months. And you had two weeks to kind of do the rounds, catch up with all your family, your friends. Um, You weren't actually... We were... Most of us were under the impression, even though I was a little bit suspicious, most of us were under the impression that you weren't coming home at all because you weren't allowed to at first. But um, you you got lucky and you got two weeks here and you're going home on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Short-lived. Yes, very short-lived. Originally wasn't going to come home, so... Yeah, so grateful. Yes, definitely grateful. Um, so, like I said, it's been definitely busy catching up everyone. I feel like my days are going very, very fast. Yeah, all fast but long too because yeah. you just feel like you're non-stop all yeah, day. Yeah, sure. So, no, nah, it's definitely been enjoyable, like freshen up. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about, we'll talk about your, um, junior. So we'll go through your career when it comes to footy and how you got into footy. So we'll just start at the base. So you you started playing footy at the youngest age possible. Yeah. Like sixes. Yeah. Year young sixes. So yeah, five just at Shell Harbour. Yeah. And just your family's just a footy family. Like yeah. Your dad yeah, played footy. Yeah. Dad played footy and... Your um, family's originally from... Out in the country? Yeah, from Forbes originally. Mum and yep. dad moved down here in 2000, so... Yep. Yeah, started footy, yeah, sixes at Shell Harbour, two years there, and then played the rest of my junior footy up until 16s at Albion Park. Yeah. Won a couple of comps there. Yeah, had a bit of success. Yeah. Um, won a few, lost a few as well from 12s on, lost about four in a row. Yeah. Yeah, playing a pretty good west side every year, so... Yeah. And then, yeah, just went into SG Ball after that, well, Harold Matt's SG Ball after that. Um, and then obviously up into twenties and then with the dragons. Yeah, with the dragons. So integrate. So out of those young boys, um, like those real young boys, is it just you and Jacko that have gone the whole way? Like, because Jacko was playing for West at the time, was he not? He's a year older. Oh, he was a year older. Yeah. So I was yeah, playing okay. blocker. Yeah, blocker. Blocker, and they also had like Reece Stewart, obviously, who's played. He's rugby. Yeah. He's, like, he's been at the Reds. He's over in. UK and that now France and then like obviously Ryan King as well he's had a bit of stint in Cup and tw- played 20s and then he's over in the UK as well so Ryan King the winger no Ryan King from West oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like five eight lock kinger yeah so um yeah there's been a few obviously come out of that West side in my age and obviously the year after was Jacko yeah so you were straight in the system as a youngster, straight in the Harold Matt system, in the Dragon system, the whole way through. So you're, um, you've kind of been about footy since forever. It's never been not a thing for you. It's been a lifestyle pretty much like your whole life. Yeah, basically like being grateful enough to obviously do that all the way through, and then obviously integrate now and making a living off it. So yeah, it's been handy. Yeah, it's all it's all going to plan. Um, 
when you you played a bit of Union as well, I remember coming to watch you and my brother play a bit of Union. Um, you played for the Illawarra team and that. Like, you played for uh, Climber Cows. Yeah, yeah. Played rugby from, like, eights up until... I probably stopped in maybe 15s, I think, roughly. Played a Climber and then, yeah, played a bit of rep through that. Like, nothing too major, obviously. Footy was Saturdays, rugby was Sundays. It probably wasn't as strong, like, all round. Like, yeah. you had a good couple of teams, like Vikings and that. And yeah. Shamrocks had their, their uh, years as well, but... um. Yeah, it was more just uh, getting another run under the belt, really, more than anything. Yeah, and you're a big touch, got a good touch background as well. You played a fair bit of rep touch. Yeah, yeah, played a lot of rep touch. Like I said, played played that all the way through um, from sixes. Like, still play touch now when I can, like, in the off-seasons and whatnot. It's just couldn't speak highly enough of like the touch game for your skills and yeah. your decision-making and whatnot. So, also, like, very thankful for Yeah, like we see, we fucking... Got. You see so many... Of the stars of the NRL coming through touch backgrounds, like players like Sean Johnson, Benjamin Marshall, to name a couple, they are players that have stood out in the NRL for the last 15 years as um, like ball players, playmakers, like um, specialists and that when it comes to footwork. And they are, they're massive on touch backgrounds. So you can see it does... You speak to so many players that you don't even know, like especially obviously outside backs, and you hear about them coming... Or playing touch when they were younger and heaps of people know each other like you used to verse Ponga I know Dufty used to play um, touch all them boys it's, it's fucking pretty wild Clooney obviously gun touch player Adam all all of them are actually yeah there's there's so many like obviously there's like Pappenhausen as well I played touch yeah. with Pap of Duff played against Duff like Ponga like Matt Mullins another one a lot of people like would sort of forget like he's played at a high level of touch as well yeah he's played Origin so it's just you see a lot more and more like and there's also others that you probably wouldn't even hear about that then someone will go oh yeah I played touch with him so yeah and we were speaking about it the other night because like obviously touch is a very technical game and like if you can take the skills that you learn in touch into footy it may, it, you, you've got your one step ahead of everyone you know what I mean because it's all about um, counting numbers and like mini blend the defence yeah definitely like some people go through um, rugby league local rugby league and they get to 20 years old or whatever even older 25 and they still don't know anything when it comes to reading defence or I don't they just go through the motions and they just get coaches and they just play footy and they don't understand but when touch obviously it's, they're being specific and you have to know that these things yeah. otherwise you're going to get fucking so that's like, like one of the like things I think touch is a bit more superior over else tag is just the technical side of it. Like if you touch with the wrong hand, if you're defending in touch and you're making a touch with your wrong hand, your body position's in the wrong place, you just you're just getting done. Like yeah. if you're trying to run a play and you hit the wrong middle like to go like to go down on or you hit the wrong link or you split the wrong way, like it just completely stuffs everything up. So you actually really have to be able to think and like your decision making touch gets shut down so quickly, so that's why I feel like you see a lot of players are so good at like that have transitioned into footy yeah. from touch is because they're making decisions very very fast, very very quickly, and yeah. so that's why you see a lot of the ball players like they can just rip passes off no steps at all, just catch yeah. bang. So yeah, yeah. So you came through. Um, you played. You you had you went pretty good. Like. Um, through the juniors at the Dragons, especially in 20s. How'd you just go in 20s? Yeah, we had a good like 20s run. We had a real good side. We got beaten the preliminary against the Roosters. Yep. Um, but yeah, we had a great side. Like a lot of blockers, blockers and Lucianos, yep. like Dufties, yep. Paddy Herbert, myself, 
uh, like Reese Robson now also going on to play grade Ruben. Um, so we did have a very strong side. Just yeah. fell one short. Yeah, tight knit bunch of boys too. Like, yeah, all was, good mates. Like, all just. They had that like good mix of like the St George boys that come through together, and then obviously us Illawarra boys that come through, and then yeah, joined together. Like Hamay Sile was another one. Like he was unreal for us in the twenties. Like, Where's he? He's at South now. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, like we just like, had a great side. Just yeah, we had a real fun year. Yeah, for sure. That, that that's like that's what like twenties was a lot more. Um, like twenties was televised when you were. Yeah, and we twenty. Were, we I feel were like last year of like the Holden, like the Holden Cup. I feel as if like twenties was like such a bigger thing back then than it is now. Like, it's, I think it's too like it was got like it got put on that stage a bit more. Like, it was before like every game was before like the curtain raised before grey. Yeah, TV games. On yeah, the, on I rated like that. Saturday, like, I actually like that. Um, but I guess now they're given the opportunity to players that are like obviously reserve more graders. on the fringe yeah, yeah more exactly on the fringe right. people that are training in the top squads each yeah. week going back and playing cup yeah so, it's not a, like 20s back then was exciting to watch or still is exciting to watch but it, it pretty much just all attack like yeah 100% high, massive 20, high scoring 20, 30 score like, yeah. each way um, I remember like in the, every grand final I don't know who it was like, I think it was maybe Warriors when they came through they were going really good towards the back end there Grand, like grand finals there was always massive comebacks and like going yeah. down to the wire like big well like that was that was like my year we led 16-0 against the Roosters in the preliminary and they come at half time and they come back and done us from 16-0 and then they played that red hot Penrith team which had all like Chris Cleary Jerome Dylan Edwards like the Crichtons and they led like 26-0 at half time oh in the time. grand was it in the grand final in yeah the grand I remember final, yeah. the Roosters come back had Radley and 26-0 Joey, and they Joey came Mano, back yeah come back and won yeah. so it's just such a like. Who was it mentality. that scored? Fucking Johnny. Was it Johnny Tuivasa scored the winning try? Oh, I can't remember, but it was. Like, they had a gun team a too. Play. They did. It was two good sides going at it, but it's just like the twenties mentality was like, if you let a try, it was like, don't worry, we'll score it back. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like it's the, I, it was the I, I've never seen the a video. One. I think uh, yeah, they did a video on that, like Radley and Tupanua and them boys talking about it. Um, I remember they just said something at halftime, just like, don't worry about the score. 26 nil, bro, that's fucking insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And they just go one after the other, just go bang, 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 bang. Crazy, yeah. Joey Manu. I think, was Joey Manu in that team? Yeah, he's playing right now. He's a freak. He's doing things. Yeah. Um, so you came through... Uh, <laughs> there goes the chair. Um, 20s, you kind of... Obviously, you are fucking absolute... Absolutely, you've known for your speed all through. Um, I want to talk about when you. So you were only eighteen. You played. We were playing for Sharks. You made that was it the first year you made the grand final, and you were in. Um, is this, you were smashing every team. Under 18s Yeah. It was yeah. It would have been year young, like under 18s Yeah. You had a good team. Was it like? Was it like Kurt Field, like Blocker was in the team too? Yeah, we had like Matt Jurd at the time. Yeah. Um, like Nick King was playing many. So, I just want to talk. So that year, um, was that the year that you played in the first grade grand final as well? No. That oh, was, that was the year before. That was the year after. No, this 18s year we played. We won the comp in 18s. Yeah. And then we went into SG ball. Yeah. So then obviously SG ball comp only runs up until like March, April, whenever it finishes, and then you go back. So that's when I went back and finished the year in grade. Yeah. Top age 18s, and then after that went into 20s. So like my top age 18 year was when I was playing. Yeah. Great. So I didn't play much 18s that year after coming back from SG Ball. Yeah. So obviously after you left and a couple of the boys had to play SG Ball or whatever, your, that Sharks team kind of struggled. Um, but then you came, 
so Sharks were undefeated. First grade team were undefeated all year. Uh, we were undefeated all year until we played Kaima in the last round and then, at Show okay. Harbour, and they they rolled us. Yeah, and then. But you went away that you went away grand final week because you had a touch tournament on. Yeah, yeah, I was playing like NYC touch up in Queensland. And, yeah, so you came back, and obviously um couldn't. Well, the coach said I'm not going to start here like because you weren't at training, and you came on and scored like a few tries. Um, yeah, I came on maybe like 10 to go, um, in the first half, and yeah, like scored in my first touch, um, yeah, I remember that, and then, um, yeah, just like second, I still made like a couple of breaks in the second half, and we just like fell, fell short, but, beat by two points, was it? Yeah, penalty, penalty goal in the end, um, Joel Roberts kicked one from about 30 out from in front. (laughs) Yeah, that stings. Does too. So you kind of, um... You came through the twenties. Obviously, you were one of the top players in your team, and but you your breakout was obviously that nines tournament. Well, when I say your breakout, I mean like that's when that's when you kind of got noticed by pretty much everyone because you absolutely tore up that nines tournament. Which is nines, if footy was nines, you'd be probably one of the best players in the comp because that's like, well, it's all about speed. Yeah, for sure. It's all about speed and just beating your man one on one pretty much, and you yeah, can beat creating space yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. So you kind of blew up after that. How many followers? How many followers did you get after that? Got a few after that. <laughs> Put me on the map a bit. Yeah, you would have been loving it. So um, and then you went in and out of the first grade squad at the Dragons for a bit. Um, so how well were you then? Twenty. Um, I would have been. I debuted in that in twenty seventeen. So I think I would have only been eighteen. Oh, well, the year I turned nineteen, but I hadn't turned at nineteen yet. Yeah. So you were still young as still young, yeah. Tough, like from what I recall, it was tough because obviously dragons were without their captain, like bomber, like they were kind of ruling with him. And then when you were coming through, um, when you were when you were came in, I remember they were they were struggling for I don't know leadership, and they were getting criticised by everyone, and they were down, and they weren't playing good footy, and they were heaps low on confidence. You kind of got thrown in the mix. I think it was, well, well you debuted the year before, but that you were just, um, you just came on late. But I remember you got thrown in the mix the first game. You played half against the Storm. I think it was at Wynn Stadium. Um, uh, we, we got like touched up. Yeah. We get pumped. I'll just shut that. Um. It was... I think it was... Was it against the Storm at Wynn Stadium? Oh, yeah. So, that was in 20, 2019. We, we, I played, like, a run of three games there, and we we, like, we got beat by Cronulla at Wynn Stadium, and then we went to Mudgee and played Newcastle, and I think they put, like, 40 on us, and then it was a week after we played Melbourne at Wynn Stadium. It was, like, it was pissing down rain. We, just, we had no one. Like, we had... It was around Origin period. We had heaps of... Like, Few out from origin, few yeah. with injury. Obviously, Debs was suspended. Yeah. So we had like pretty much half cup team like mixed, um, and then we only like got beat by two by Melbourne that night. They had a few out as well, but um, yeah, it just was that that year where people like obviously thought Jack was going to get off this Newcastle game. I remember like it was around like, where they with, they thought Jack was going to be sweet to play, and then we travelled up to Mudgee and he was finding out the night before. So like, we done captain's run. And then, like, come through, like, that night, and it was like, no, nah, like, he's not playing. Like, yeah. just, you could just tell. I like, just see the mood, like, in the team. Yeah, and It was just, sure. like, shattering. Yeah. I uh, just seen you, mate. Like, obviously not being able to do that. And then 
Yeah, we come out the next day. And yeah, we like got think, I think KP yeah, scored a hat trick. Yeah, like, pierced me in the match. It was just yeah, she was not so, she was not good. Like that's obviously hard for you, like because getting thrown in, you're pretty much in like like I said, team that's low in confidence. They're not playing well when you you've got players out and Mary's just gone, go in there play half. And I'm pretty sure he didn't the way he went about it. He didn't say go out there and do what you want, which is like. He gave you strict guidelines of what you could do and what you couldn't do. And I know that's just tough. That's a tough um, task to take on, especially yeah, just like in a team like that. I remember you weren't allowed to... You had to run the ball in the last or whatever. Yeah, that was that like, Melbourne game. You said, like, like, take them on the last, whatnot. So then... And everyone, and then, obviously, people don't know that behind the scenes and everyone's fucking pulling the hair out going, why the fuck isn't he kicking the ball? But, um, so that was your last year at the Dragons? Yeah, that was 2019 last year there. And then you got... So they... Basically, you want They just offered you another. They offered you just another like uh, reserve grade contract, pretty much. Um, no, it was still what? It was still like a full time gig. Yeah, like, like first team. I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah first team, and but they, they. It's not like they. They didn't. They said to you like you can. You'll be in the first team, train with us or whatever. But it's yeah. not like things were changing at all. They no, didn't. no, no. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly and you right. and you obviously wanted to move forward, and and with the dragons wasn't you weren't moving forward. Yeah, I just felt like I was at the point where I was like I wanted a fresh start. Um, like get that point like I've been at the club since I was 15 you know they just still see you as that like same same kid and yeah. just wanted to go somewhere be the new kid on the block again like yeah. impressed with your training like I pride myself on like how well I can train in like pre-seasons and, yeah. and whatnot so that was more like the change and then uh, so like said no to that and then was originally going to go to the, like the U- to the UK to Leeds um, in 2020 and then a few things sort of fell through Ended up at Para like real late. They said come down, come down, and train. And literally trained. Actually, no, I didn't. I literally lobbed up to a trial. They played South at Wentworth Field and lobbed up to a trial. He's like, he's gonna play forty minutes of fullback. He said, yeah, no worries. I could be. Yeah, I remember it was a night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a night game. Um, so then yeah, ended up there. So were, then... were you in talks with um, Brad Arthur? Uh, not nah, not at all, not really. So who were you talking to? So like I was like I said, I was meant to go to Leeds. Yeah. And that was like basically handshake done deal, and then obviously a few things happen, and then this is before COVID, yeah. Yes, and then um, so then I was waiting on a few things like on their end, and then didn't end up sort of coming through. So then like I'm on the phone, I'm just saying like this is getting a bit tight now. Like preseason starting like end of October, November. So I'd done October, November, all December. All of January, like, but my own training, like, by myself. Yeah. Um, and then the lead thing fell through, and then we said, he just, my manager said, like, shit, we've got to find something. Yeah, for sure, because at that point, you've kind of, like, holy fuck. Yeah, you? exactly right. And then he's, like, ringing around, and then um, he's, yeah, BA said, yeah, come meet me. So we went up to Para, sat in his office, had a chat with him and a couple other coaches, and then he just said, all right, um, can you play on Thursday? And then it was, I was like, yeah, sweet, no training. Like, just went in, played 40 minutes, went well. And then he took me down to the, like, Bega trial when they played Penrith. Um, played, like, the last 20 minutes in that. And then he, yep. said, he said, yeah, we'll have you for the year. And Did you have, was that when you had a kick, like, to win the game? Was that in the yeah, trial? Yeah, Did you have a kick to win the game? Yeah. And you missed it? Yeah. Yeah. Struck it well, too. <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, Bega yeah, Arvo game. Yeah, but, yeah, you obviously played well. Um so he just said, and what kind of contract was that there? Top 30? Um, no, nah, it wasn't. It was just because there was 
Oh, so yeah, it because... It was originally going to be just like a development deal for like the rest of the year because yeah. it was already, say, March, and then Luchu was about to sign it, and then like COVID stopped the game for three months Yeah. Um, in March, and then NRL yeah. stopped. They stopped sanctioning all contracts through that period because everyone sort of didn't know what was going to happen. We had three months off, and then they come back. We resumed in like maybe... May or June or whatever, and then they said, "Oh, we're we'll only we're only going to do like half of the development deal." So, so they cut it in half. Literally, so you... literally cut it in half. So drew the short end of the stick there again. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And anyway, I was like lucky enough. Like obviously, Mitch got hurt for a period there, and then yeah. he come back, and then Dill got hurt. So I ended up playing like six games there, like through that year, and like played some like my best footy in grade that I'd played. Obviously, just. It's different. It's got a bit of faith, like put in you yep. by a coach, and for sure they worked hard on my defence, and and plus with a team like Para that were kind of they were one of the top teams at that stage. Yeah, for sure they were. And they I were. fuck um your first game, you versus Cowboys, and obviously all the boys fucking went up there. We had a uh, we had a fair bit of coin on you to score a try because like I don't know what it was paying three bucks or something. No, it was like me. All the boys in the stands, and then um, I think you went close in the first half or whatever. But we were fucking layering up that hard. We were like the loudest people in the fucking stands. And then um, what was it? I think it I think Brownie put up a kick. Him, yeah. yeah, Brownie put up a kick, and then Waka Black, Waka Blake knocked it back, and you just bolted for the corner. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I had I had two Canadian clubs. There was like eight of us. I had two Canadian clubs, and it just goes back to you. And I'm just like, no, oh, just. Everyone, we're just jumping on each other. You die for the corner score. I'm just throwing my Canadian clubs everywhere. We fall over the seat. Fuck, it was a good time. But yeah, that was good to watch you. You played good footy there. Um, and a good experience of you, for you, of course. Um, you got to train with Andrew Johns. He was there. Yeah, yeah. I was coach. He was doing some like consultancy work there. And like, obviously. What he says, you sort of like try and take with everything you Fucking can. Oath. You know what I mean. So was that you telling me that thing about the um, the torpy? Was that you? Yeah. What did he do? We're just doing like a they're doing like a kick kick catch sort of drill, and we're sort of like finishing up, and then he's just in joggers, like no boots, hadn't had a kick, and then he just like puts this spiral up from about forty out. Perfect spiral hits the crossbar, and then just like looks back and says, "That's why they, that's that's why there's only eight of us." <laughs> Yeah, he seems like a fucking cool guy, eh? Like, he seems like he can, like, have a, have a laugh and that. It seems like he loves it. Obviously, he did love it back in the day. Yeah, he could play. Holy. <laughs> and he could fucking play off the field, too. <laughs> um, And it would have been good being just around those younger boys. Obviously, like, Parrot, such a good crew there. Like, yeah. you, you know, enjoyed your time, made some good friends, like D-Bags and um, Moses. They, well, Moses isn't that young anymore but a couple of years older but yeah they just had like a good vibe there like they've had a group that had been together for a while like that core group and yep. it's like a core group that sort of had come through together to an extent they were young as well um obviously like winning culture as well it's just it's just a different sort of feeling when you win and you know what i mean like training's fun everyone's like layering up in the gym yeah it's what, it's, so, it's what it's all about, for yeah, sure. It was just a, yeah, it was a good year. Was probably he wasn't there, was yeah, he? No, nah, he wasn't nah, there he was the Warriors. Um, so you, so, um, what's the name was hitting you up? Wigan, we're hitting you up while you were at Para. You um, were in talks with Wigan 
during that. Well, I've still like, yeah, I've seen him talk like with Leeds. And oh, then, yeah. And then Wigan sort of come in like late and obviously just decided to go there. Like obviously knowing Jacko and Bevan and spoke pretty highly of the club and just obviously have like moving over the other side of the world. You want to have like some familiar faces. So decided to go there. So Wigan obviously is one of the most highly praised clubs in the Super League and has been like for, like they've been one of the top teams for for years and years and years, you know what I mean? Like, Wigan, they've won a couple of comps in that. Yeah, they're a very big club over there, like Wiggins, Leeds, St. Helens, Warringtons. Um, like, just, like, I just remember when I was a kid, like, coming through, like, the Friday night games, you'd see, like, that only got televised, because not every game gets televised, and Sky over there was always, like, the big games. Like yeah. the Wiggins, Leeds, or the Leeds, Warringtons, or Wiggins, Saints, who's a big derbies. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's obviously um, a club you want to be at if you're going over there. Yep. So, that year, Parry got knocked out in the... Was it the major semi? But you didn't play, I think. Um, they they finished in the top four, and then um, they like, they went straight sets. I think we lost to... We lost to... I can't remember who we played in like the second v third game. South, maybe. I thought South knocked us out. The week, the week after, but yeah, I can't. Anyway, we went. They played the that top four game, which obviously you get a second chance, and then the next week got got rolled as well. So they have a tendency to do that when it comes to crunch time. Over the past five years, anyway, ten years. Um. So from that to Wigan. Like you made your decision before the year it ended, or you made it in the off season. Um, pretty much just like when the season like what like was near its end. Yeah. Um, I told Para like I wasn't gonna stay and someone was gonna go to the UK. Yeah. And you what um what months do they start? Do they start? Uh well. Well pre season. Were f- you on that? Were you there over there like on time? Like you didn't you were there first day training session? Not first. I was like maybe a week after, but it was just a funny one because like the UK had. Like a longer break with like COVID through the footy season, so their grand final was until the twenty eighth of November. Yeah, so, so then they got break. there like six weeks off, so they no one really started back until January over there. Whereas this year, well, their normal season, so this year, well, like I got to go back in November, start training, and like they're playing trials in like the end of January. Yeah, and that, so their normal comp starts around end of, end of Feb, like start of Feb, start of Feb. Yeah, like, okay, about a week into Feb, and. Um, let's talk about, so first, first game for Wigan, <laughs> first game, um, was that, wasn't the first game of the season, was it? Was yeah, it? first, first game. Of first the round of the season. Yeah, 20 minutes in, <laughs> So, so you got plonked on the wing, um, they wanted to get, you were versing a, a team, Lee, who was it? Yeah, Lee Centurions, like they, they just, just come, promoted, yeah, yeah, just come up from like relegation, and I hadn't done much of the preseason because I had like some stress fractures in my back. Yeah. So I probably wasn't going to play anyway. And then we had still um, a winger coming out from back from an ACL. We had another one on the sideline. Bev wasn't back yet. So then like Lamy just said, he's like, could you just do a job this week, like on the wing, like Zach, like Zach's done the whole preseason at fullback and the other two halves of Beanie. I said, yeah, look, I'll just do that. Like I wasn't expecting to play anyway. Obviously, round one. Not being like being injured, like I hardly did any contact through the preseason just with my back. So I just said, yeah, no worries, like I'll do that. And then 
yeah, picked up a loose ball and thought I was under the sticks and <laughs> tore me hammy, tendon, everything off the bone you could possibly do. So like, let's put this in. Let's. I want to fucking. I want. I want these listeners to live this through my, through my <laughs> eyes and my experience. Okay, so I get word that Jay is playing. Um, I don't. Was it like you're playing on? I think we watched you maybe Saturday morning, was it? Um, we played Friday night, yeah. so it would have been your Saturday morning. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I get word maybe on the Monday, Jay says, I'm playing this week, and I said, oh, beauty. And then he says, they're, they're putting me on the wing, and he just explains why that story. And then I, I fucking, as we all know, I am a punter. So I was, <laughs> And this is my best mate playing first game of the year. And I know he's he's probably the fastest player in the Super League. And I was going to put money on him no matter what if he was playing 5-8 fullback. But he tells me he's on the wing. And they're versing a team that just got has come up from Div 2, a weak team. They're paying like a dollar sixteen. He's paying like a dollar sixteen or something. And I just went, holy fuck. I said, and Sportsbet obviously didn't know that Jay was playing on the wing because he's not a winger. And they've put up something like $3.20 for him to score any time. And like... It was like it was like twelve dollars for him to score the first try for um for Wigan, and I just went holy fuck, I'm all over that. So I had about I had about four hundred, I had four hundred on him to score any time, um, and then I had like two hundred on him to score first for Wigan, which was at elevens or something, yeah, elevens, and then I had a hundred on him to score um first try of the game, which was at like eighteens. All right, so. To, there wasn't any tries yet, was there? Or they they'd scored. Yeah, they'd scored. So there was one bet out the there was one bet out the window, but I still had two going. And they get the ball, uh, Centurions, and they just do a bit of shape, and it's shit, and it goes out the back of the center. Jay looms up off the wing, goes straight through this line. All right, so he's five meters ahead of everyone else. There's no one behind him. I just went like we're sitting in Blair's lounge room, and I just <laughs> I'm telling you, I just got up and just went. <gasps> Go, Jay! He picks He picks up the ball. He's leaning over. Then he goes one step, two step, three step. All his weight, just flat-footed. And he just gets shot by an absolute sniper. And I just went, oh my... Like, I'm telling you, that's three and a half grand. On That's three and a half grand. That's like getting... I don't know what it's like. That's like getting like like a horse has like bolted away at a hundred, like 100 metres out. And it gets pipped, run down, pipped on the line. It's like um, alligator blood getting pipped by Super Seth. Like, literally, pick the ball up. All he has to do is run. He's, no one's ever catching Jay. He scores, I win three grand. He fucking... <laughs> he gets shot and pulls his hammy off the bone. Like, you you wouldn't read about that shit. You wouldn't. So what, what was the... I've had my rant. I'm all right. What was the... um? What was the extent of the injury? So... Um, yeah, like I've done everything you could possibly do. To your um, hamstring. Yeah, so... So your hamstring snapped? Yeah, well, it, like where it attaches, like up like on the bone, that's it comes like off there, so... So like closer to your glute? Yeah, so like up up high, so like my scar literally sits like just like under like your butt crease, yeah. and then runs like all the way down, like halfway down my hemi, so like I didn't even know gratings went above a three for like an injury and... Got the scan the next day. Um, hadn't even got back to like training yet, which is fifteen minute drive from. I got the scan. They already like ran the physios, and this is only the guy that like reads the photo, like takes the pictures. He said it's a grade four C. Hadn't even sent like the report through. Said like it's gonna need surgery. So 
yeah, that was that was it straight off the bat. And then obviously, then it rolls in. They get the report, send it to the like the the doctor, and then yeah, he had the Zoom call with him and like my physio, and he just didn't even give me a choice. He said, like, with your age, yes, I've never seen one this bad. Um, and obviously, like the speed and velocity, like that you run at, like putting load three hamstrings, like it's a no brainer. Like you have to get this surgery. So yeah, the day after that, straight down there and had the surgery, get tendon and hamstring everything put back together. So basically, so with like hamstring surgery, what do they take? They take something from um, nah, it's it's not it's not any like sort of graft. It's just more putting it. Back all the on. mechanics back yeah, yeah. together. So he said he's like someone that's probably like older in their career at the end. He goes, like, you'd probably just rehab it and you'd be 12 weeks. But he just said, he goes, you'd be, you for your age and the like speed, like I said, he goes, you'd be at 20% of like doing it, like having issues. So he said you should put the mechanics. Well, he didn't say you should. He said you have to get the mechanics put back together. Yeah. Properly. So, um, does it, so you went to the next day, got the surgery straight away. Yeah, scan uh-huh. the next day. Oh, the Zoom day after. Call, Zoom call the day after that with the with the surgeon. And then the next day, I had to go down to London, drive down to London, surgery, day surgery. So, fucking, you would have been all sort, in all sorts then, like, yeah. tough pill to swallow. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, it's just, yeah, you want to go over there and play well. And it just didn't happen first year. So, yeah, go again this year. But, yeah, obviously, at the time, I was just shattering knowing, like, five months. You're gonna be, he just said you're going to be five months straight off the bat. Yeah. So... Once I come to terms with it and I like, got the surgery, you're just yeah six weeks in a brace. Does it do anything? So does it feel when they slap it back on? Um, does it feel tight or is it loose as? Um, well, it's always the first six weeks. I was literally just like straight legged. No, nah, I was like had to have it like at like thirty. To, no, like even look closer, like ninety. Like on an angle. Yeah, like in the brace, the yeah. brace set it like maybe. Can't remember, but it's like. Very like my like my knee was like my knee degrees. like my knee was sore in the brace of six weeks in my hemi because I couldn't straighten it. Yeah, like I was had to sleep in it six weeks. I just couldn't do anything. That would have felt good straightening your knee out after it. Oh, so I used to I could get it. The only time I'd get it straightened was when like the physios would lay me on the bed and take it out of the brace and like they would straighten it themselves because like my hemi couldn't. I wasn't meant to like activate or nothing because yeah. of like the repair I had. Like shouldn't couldn't walk on it. I was on crutches. Yeah. So yeah, I was hobbling around there for a little while, but like in regards to the hemi, I was like when I first had the surgery, like I just couldn't even like straighten my leg because of yeah, like not up where my repair was. It was like in the belly down low, and even like to this day, it's still like in my belly. It's like a bit tight. Like every time I run, like I've just yeah. got to stretch. I just. Even if I stretch one day, I do a good, say, half an hour stretch and I do my whole body. It loosens up and then I'll just wake up the next day and it's just... Tight. Tight again. So it's just an yeah, ongoing so, managing thing now. Yeah. Well, hopefully, like, over year, like, over, like it's going to be an injury that is sticking with you for a bit, but hopefully over years, like, you're still young as it will eventually... Yeah, that's It'll turn plan. into nothing. That's the plan anyway. Um. So then you've... Five months off... Uh, started getting back into rehab, worked your way back. There's probably ten. There's probably five games to go in the season, or uh, yeah, there was about seven. I think played yeah. forty minutes against Salford was the first game back. I think that was the the seventh game. So you came back and you were you were going all right. You were top four team. Yeah, yeah, we were in the top four at the time. Um, you came back. You 
You weren't a hundred percent, were you? Um, no, just, it was more like they, was, they said I'd ticked every box in terms of like my hamstring to be able to play, but just one of those things coming back like from my first major injury, like just, just probably a bit gun shy, yeah, like mentally and especially just like some of the positions that you can like get manipulated into playing footy that's out of your control, like mechanically. Yeah. It was sort of like worrying me a little bit yep. for those first couple of weeks. Yeah. So you came back and you played 40 minutes at 5-8 um, that week. Then the next week, was that it? You uh, just played one or no, did you play played, again? Yeah, then we play, I played 20 minutes off the bench against Hull KR, down at Hull KR. Played the last 20 there. And then the next week I played like 80. First game, like 80 minute game at the back against Leeds that played fullback. Um, and then the next week, captain's run against, well, going into a game against um, Cusford Tigers and um, just out the back of like a left V right at the back of a block, just went to like jink out as I've done a million times and like ripped me groin pretty bad. So then there was obviously only four or five games and then I, that was longer out than what I thought it was going to be and I just, yeah, struggled to get back after that. Yeah. So it was a thing that you went, fuck off, oh, fuck, I've hurt myself here. Tried to rehab it and it just was just, it just, a thing that didn't go away and it wasn't as, it wasn't as small as you thought it was. So that was your season over. Yeah, that's it. All done. That's all she wrote. All so, she wrote. So first year in England, it's a learning experience. That's um, for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a success, but there's... A bit of adversity. Yeah, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So... um. You've got one more year on your contract there. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. You can stay on the paddock. Stay mm. on the paddock, play some good footy, and show yeah. everyone what you're capable of. Get a few wins. Fucking oath. Um, Jacko's obviously gone to the Tigers. Have you have you made any? Have they made any um off season trades yet to Wigan? Um. Yeah, they've signed like a few players like Kate Ellis and Patrick Mago. Oh yeah, Kate Ellis, and... Dragons boy. Patrick Mago. Yeah, from, from South. South. Yeah, like um, he goes good, man. Yeah, so he'll be good for us. And then oh, there's just signed a couple other players, um, but they're probably like the two main ones. Obviously, Bev's going back. Bevan French. Who's he going to? He's been at Wigan for the last couple of years. Yeah, like, yeah. he done his Hemi as well, so he's like going back to Wigan. So. Oh yeah, he's going back to Wigan. Yeah, okay. yeah. So. so do you think that you'll play fullback or you'll play five um, eight? Yeah, hopefully like, I can just lock down a half spot. Really. Yeah. Is that your preferred preferred position? Honestly, don't really know. <laughs> um, I think it's more just depends how teams play, I guess. Like, if there's like an on-ball seven and I could play six and just sort of roam around, I'd be happy to do that. But then obviously if they just play like set sides. Like, yeah, and that's kind of what that's kind of what top-level footy's getting turning into that now, like more set side kind of stuff, is it not? Um, more, I think it's going more on-ball halves and then fullback and 5-8 swinging both ways together like with the three ball players not so like much Pen- like Penrith do. yeah Penrith South Stewart Storm do it yeah. as well so like where you're not just locking in a half and then the fullback's going to a side to pick numbers where you're getting out to a further point and then playing longer field position shape with more play like more service players at hand so yeah I think it's going that way a little bit at the moment yeah or well, last year it was anyway so the game the way the game's changing it's only it's only going in your favour even more like it's Top level footy is so fucking fast right now. It's ridiculous. Like. Yeah, it's like all the like, rule changes and less subs and the six agains. So hopefully you can yeah play some good footy and get back here if all goes to plan. 
for sure. I've got some. I got some like I got questions here, but I don't know how to find them. Like I put up a story saying, "Who wants to?" Um, but they're like, I can't get. I can't go down and get them. I know Blair said something funny about your fucking your hamstrings. Cheese. <laughs> uh huh. Cheese. Yeah, your cheese strings. Oh, that I was running away to the bank and then. He he just said, "Fuck, bro, why can't I find him? I can't scroll down any further." That sucks. Um, I know Wilhelm asked asked a good question. I'll see if I can remember it. He asked, "Would you rather play two hundred Super League games, um, first grade Super League games, and win Man of Steel?" Or would you rather um, go back, be in and out of first grade in the NRL and play 100 games? It's hard to say, I reckon. Just because, obviously, so many things change. There's so many variables, like, in the game rugby league. But I'd probably go play 100 NRL games, I reckon. Yeah. Like, people don't... Like, you see... (laughs) You love you love saying how's he played hundred NRL games. Um, it's pretty. If you've played hundred NRL games, you're a fucking really, 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 really good footy player. When it comes to that, now, there is some questionable hundred NRL game plays out, out there. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Um, that was that was one question that I could. I uh, that was that was one question I remembered, but um. Would it be gone because the story was like so long ago? Like you can't. Oh yeah, it's gone because of the story. I put the story up like a couple of weeks ago, but it won't let me scroll down past it. Blair just said something about um. How do you think your cheese string hamstrings? <laughs> how do you think your cheese strings are gonna hold up next year? Hopefully, after a full preseason, I'll be all right. Um. What's I'll ask a question. Fuck, it's hot in here, man. What is your most memorable moment of your? Football career. I'd say like the nines would be out there. Yeah. Obviously, like. Was that over in Perth or was that in New Zealand? It was in New Zealand. Yeah, that would have been a good time. So I'd say that was up there, and I'd say like a. That. Played the twenties semi final against the Cowboys. Um. It was like the first semi-finals, like one v four. So it was to go through, like have the week off in the preliminary, and we're down by like ten with a few minutes to go. And you scored two tries. Scored two tries and scored one on the bell um, to take it to extra time. So I'd say that one was up there as well. Yeah. Um, but then I reckon we we're playing. It was the year after. I was like my first year in cup, and we we're playing um, the Mounties in a semi-final. Um, and the same thing. There was like two set this was like an elimination semi and it was like maybe I remember you got the ball in your own five 20 no it was like 20 seconds left and we had the ball and then um Samuel Clune passes it up to Adam and then we run like the out balling boy Vluch and I signed straight through from about maybe 60 out and then ran around the fullback and scored not on the I think I remember on the hooter was at Cogra so then we knocked them out that was that was a pretty good day yeah so you've obviously you've had a fair good footy. Like you've you've never you've never been like your age coming through your juniors. You've always been a winner. Like 
ever since you were young, you've always been a winner. You've always been in teams that win all the way through, uh, up until you've hit first grade, pretty much. Like, well, even you went to Para, they were, win- they were winners up until very late. But I mean, all the way through your juniors, SG Ball, um, I mean, Harold Match, SG Ball, 20s, you were always been a winner, even Cup. You got not. You got beaten the grand final cup against um, the Jets, was it? Or was it? Was that? Was that lost, major? We lost three preliminaries in a row. When Sawa was giving you an absolute pissing <laughs> in the commentary room, old Sawa. Um. What um what advice can you give to a young football player who is on the fringe? Like, say someone. Like, say someone that's on the fringe of first of first grade footy, but oh, I mean, like going through the system, and they don't, they're not, they're not one hundred percent sure if they want to go on with it, or like you know what I mean. Someone that could be, mm. what, what advice could you give someone like that? What do you, what do you think? Is it worth? I know Cameron Blair, like I rip into them all the time because I think that they should have stuck at it because I think they're good footy players, but they don't want to do like traveling to. Wollongong, whatever, four times a week to play um, 20s or even when Blair was at Canala, like it's tough work, especially when you're working a full-time job as well. You're not getting, you're only getting paid like a little bit amount of money. You can go play club footy and get paid a fair bit of cash. Um, I just think it comes back down to like how badly that you, like you do want to do it. Like there's been a lot of players that have played at a high level that probably didn't have the skill level or, or, um, like, they just had the um, determination and yeah, the, exactly right. the work so like, ethic. Yeah, exactly. So like a lot of there's been a lot of players that have probably been like stars coming through the juniors and then just like thrown it in because it's didn't want to do it anymore, like or training was too hard or whatever. And then there's people that probably had half their ability that literally just put their head down, their bum up, and like nothing was going to stop them from like getting there. Like everything that set them back, or I didn't make any junior team or any rep teams or nothing. Still, just didn't worry them. They just we're going to work hard, work when people like aren't, they're not a trainer and they're just doing, doing their own thing. So I think more that than anything, like even if you feel like you're not getting anywhere, like. Yeah, it just depends how much you want it. I heard, exactly I, right. I think, was it, is it Dan Hunt? I think it was Dan Hunt. He wasn't that talented as a youngster, but just fucking, yeah, just I'm, worked hard. There's and, lots of stories like it. Like, there's so many like it, like. Tarek, Tarek was saying to Dad the other day that he reckons that he wasn't that good when he was young, but he was playing schoolboys when he was, like, 17. Yeah, well, I think Tass was, like, a winger up until he was, like, 15, 16. Yeah, apparently he was playing background and then done his knee. Uh, yeah, then he just got, had, to, had to clean out in his knee and never came back, so then just ended up being a front row. But obviously he's, he's played tons of tons of footy, good footy player. Um, I think we'll wrap it up. No worries. Good luck for next year, Jay Field. Cheers, champion. Um, fingers crossed. Go back, to, going back this Saturday. Um, get out of full preseason. Put those fucking cheese strings on ice. <laughs> Put them cheese strings on ice and tear up, tear up the Super League next year. I know, I know that you got it in you. I believe in you, Jay Field. Cheers, mate. I appreciate it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, go, go squeak. Woo!